Alright everybody, welcome back once again to Torchlit Tavern. You know you know the deal by now, right? I'm your Jedi Master, Jameson Oxford. To my left is not your normal lefty. It's Jeff! Hit <laughs> to find his hat, ladies and gentlemen. The Jeffty. Uh, <laughs> it is Jeff, and of course, as always, I play the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. As he doffs his hat. As he doffs his hat. You didn't do it in the voice. Oh, you're right. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. Cut. Retake. Get your shit together. Oh, pardon me. It is the gentleman, skeleton, Mr. Grimm. <laughs> and to his left sits your favorite dwarf, Bob, played by Strana. And to his left is the Master of Jedi and Are you? current city guard. Are you? Really? Really. Are you? I don't know what I am anymore. Technically, I'm not. My contract is temporarily in a the phase good of boy, life. as everybody keeps talking. I'm Dylan. <laughs> to my the, left. The good, good boy with confirmed nine kills. Uh, Dylan. Uh, confirmed. Nine, nine killing Dylan. Those are nine killing Dylan. Those are only the ones confirmed. <laughs> and to his left is Mitch. The Grey Father. El Bruce. The cobblestone toss champion. The man with the fishing pole. The man sitting in jail. Like a champion. And on my left... is a struggling DM. Alright, so I'm going to pick up with our boy, Mr. Grimm, who was not with us on the last session. Oh, yes. Yeah, so Mr. Grimm, uh, what did you do immediately after the funeral? You head to the church? Yeah, I head to the church. I got questions. I don't really understand this whole fascination with death that mortals have. So intrigued by the whole thing, and since everybody thinks I'm dead anyway. Yeah. So I get it. He's dead. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Like, like who gives a shit? Like, why? (laughs) Exactly. I'm not even trying to be rude here. I just, I don't have words. I know some experts on this. Let's go talk to them. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm at. I get it. He's dead. Why is this important? Okay, so you roll up on the Church of Death, and uh, you find that the doors are wide open, unlike the last time you came in the middle of the night. And you walk down, and you find yourself in the main amphitheater. There's an amphitheater? It's a fucking church. Fair enough. And you step in, and Hornig is up in front of a group of churchgoers who are sitting in the pews, and he's speaking. You've caught them in the middle of Mass. I know enough to politely sit in the back and, and, and listen. Alright. Try not to hex them. I can try, man. <laughs> try. All I can do is try. Cousins, I tell you again not to quit. Do not slow your endeavors, for the world will not slow with you. We can all so easily lose our momentum through sloth or procrastination or despair. And in so doing, we act as though we are already dead. Our work coming to a standstill, and our vibrant life gathering dust and cobwebs. Someday it will end, and even though we who know mores know that a body can be brought back to animation, that a soul can be questioned, a person taken too soon, in rare circumstances can be brought back to us, all will inevitably discard this mortal coil. Death cannot be denied. Those truly faithful can be seen protecting our ancestral tombs, but their effect on the world is over. Death will come, and with it rest, but also that death 
will come with the highest cost. You will no longer be able to exercise your visions on the world, your imagination, your will. Your unfinished deeds will never come to fruition unless you spend sufficient energy on the virtues of leadership, parenthood, or teaching. And even then, your guiding hand can only stretch beyond your demise so far. In short, artists, create, teachers, educate, masons, build, protectors, preserve, never stop. We are all campfires slowly burning out. As long as your fire is lit, warm the world. Then he nods to the congregation and they all get up and start to shuffle out. I keep my seat as they shuffle out. Mm-hmm. And I just wait for Horning to pass by me. He doesn't leave, but he starts sort of tidying things up, cleaning up. He's collecting the tithe thing that went around. And he nods at you at the back of the room. Ah, uh, thought I saw you come in. You did indeed, sir. That was quite the speech you gave. Mm, you liked it? I found it interesting. Immortals put so much focus on life and death. I mean us more than, than even others. We're big on it here. I found that, which is why I decided to come here. I had questions. I pretend to have answers. I appreciate your candor. You see, I was just at a service for a man I did not know, because he died. Hmm. Ken. Yes. Yes, we prepared the body. I noticed. Well, not that you did it, but that it was prepared. Mm Mm-hmm. So much attention given to it. The whole ordeal. I don't understand it. What don't you understand? I'm from the land of the Fae. And as I'm sure you can tell by my dress and demeanor, I have spent time researching you, mortal, learning things about you and being interested in some sects of your culture. But where I reside, I kill things frequently, without regard, and no regard is given. Things live and die and the, the live fate. forever, some. So you're, you're from the land of the Fae. It's, my, it's been my guess. Yes, of course, yes. Yes. And they don't die in the land of Fae. Not typically. Don't get me wrong. I, personally, have been a big part of several deaths in the land of Fae. <laughs> but... We don't expire without cause. Neither do we. It's just we have more causes than you. Canton was murdered. He was beaten to death. This I understand. A woman that I recently uh, did, she died of sickness. Mm. Sickness Mm. is a cause of much death, and then other causes can be age. Mortals die from all sorts of outside factors. The, ch- the outside factor changes, but it still doesn't change much. So what is it you do not understand? Well, I get death. De- death is... How old are you? This is a, a, a phrase I'm, I'm learning, but I'm still uncertain how you are referring. How far back can you remember? How long have you hunted? 
So, uh, this is... How long would you like to continue to hunt? This is a, a hard... A, a, a difficult interaction I've found I've been having. You mortals have this concept, which I've always had a hard time grasping. It's... The, the passage of we have a time, right? Is this what you call it? We have created a concept to deal with the fact that given enough time, a period between as the sun goes around, we count those days, and at a certain number, every mortal on this planet eventually will die. We run out of energy. It is uh, a flaw that you apparently do not have. No. As Faye. Yes. You are, uh... We what also we would... don't have a sun that moves. Mm. You move through where the phases of the sky are. I think we can have this discussion on time so that we don't spend an hour giving, like, the, uh, the whatever. He gives you a rundown better than probably I could. Hornig understands how to explain it to you in a way that you will understand. Okay. I don't think that Jay is capable of trying to explain the concept of time to someone who's never felt it. <laughs> Fair. Hornig much wiser than me. I don't know if I was me. able to, like, express Yeah, I think that we will skip that whole awkward like, conversation. Yeah. How do I say this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think we'll, we, we'll skip through that. Because it's D and like great, we can do that. That sounds like a great. And idea. we're gonna pick up back on the conversation at the, at the butt end uh, about you, because it's it's about death. It's really what brought you here. Yes. And you can now write on your character sheet knowledge of how time works. <laughs> Bullshit around like I'm not gonna write it right yeah, now. Yeah, you and Hornig, we're gonna hash that out off screen. Like it takes a while. This is a conversation that's not going to get... There's some drawings, there's some... Yeah, I'm not going to subject our listeners to, to any more of that. Uh, of me and you literally not knowing how you would explain not knowing something and then explaining Every, that thing to someone. Everybody just go read A Brief History of Time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go go read A Wrinkle in Time. A, just a, go read. A oh. book by J.G. Wentworth. Yes. J.G. <laughs> Wentworth? That's not... What? Wow. Okay. Um, I love it. <laughs> so just and, the first name that's out of my mouth. So the Hornet goes... Ah, yes. So, what your real problem is, is you don't understand why we care about death. Yes, that... It's where you started with this conversation. Right, right? of course, yes. Though I appreciate the the delineation of, of this time that you speak of. Uh, it is, in essence, I don't know why you care. As I said, I've, I have killed many in my Has time. anything tried to kill you? Oh, where I'm from, it is kill or be killed. You are either a predator, or you are prey. And what makes you fight back? I'm better than they are. And that's why you fight back? Or is that just proof that you fought back? I fight back because I'm now, I'm no one's prey. So you I don't understand why we... I guess it would be a sense we, of pride. You don't understand why we die? Why we care about death? I understand why you die. Do you not have friends? I have acquaintances. I have, I have, a, uh, I guess what you would call a friend. More, slightly more of a servant. Would he care if you died? Um, who would take care of him after I died? Of course he cares. That's, okay, we can work with that. That's why we care about death. Because once we're dead, like I said in my speech, we no longer affect the world. The people we leave behind are no longer affected by us. Some of us like to be affected by others. We miss their effect on our lives. 
Do you have things that you have not accomplished? If you were struck down now, would you regret anything? Yes, of course. Mostly my lack of knowledge. Specifically in my current situation. There's so many things that I wish I would... I wish I knew more of. That I would like to know more of. But... Yes. What do you do now that you have a man in a jar? In a barrel. Come on. Let's see, I think... You're right. (laughs) I think I finally need to look up some of my old friends up at the college. Mm. For wizardry. Okay. We're going to try this again? Yes. (laughs) Okay. So how do you go about... Do you bring the body, like... Um, please. (laughs) So, (laughs) since I have a thing, I open up my portable workshop. Okay. I roll the cask into it. Oh, okay. And I fold it back down, and I put my portable workshop back in my pocket. Okay. He has an extra-dimensional body stash. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's extremely useful. Is Bob from the mob? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Thought I'd check. You, I don't know if you figured out the way he works. Yes. <laughs> the Dwarven Mafia. The Dwarven Mafia is very much a way to describe what Bob probably, is. Probably better than the Amish Mafia. Bob, you've put a body in a... <laughs> I put the body that's in the ale cask in an extra-dimensional space that's now in my pocket. Yes. Okay. The he Amish has method. a body in his pocket. <laughs> He's got a body in his pocket, yeah. <laughs> and I then wander over to the college. <laughs> How was I the shady character for so long? <laughs> I was never not a shady character. There were character. 10 eps where, where he wasn't here yet. That helped. <laughs> that, that did help. <laughs> that helped. That did help. Um, what do I say? We need a plan, but nobody ever wants to do a plan. Yeah, this right. is how you do planning. Hey, this I is al- how you do planning? I always have a plan. Apparently it fucks over your plan. <laughs> exactly. You don't plan. Focus. I like plan. You're in front of the Mages College. It's an open campus. You can walk up to the main building. So, There's so, no guards posted. They're not worried. <laughs> yeah. I, I just go, hey, is... So I go up to the secretary in, in the Dorman Studies wing. I go, is Professor Corkin? Uh, no, he, actually, he's out on an expedition at the moment. Uh, is there right. any... Can, uh, can I help you? Well, can you tell him that Bopadopoulos wanted to see him, and, and he can just find me in my usual Is this, there a spell that you need cast? Um, yes, basically. Can I ask what spell it would be? Maybe someone can help you. Uh, you know, I have this interesting postulation for studying the effects of dead tissue for investigation. I apologize. We do not do necromancy at the school any longer. Right. That uh, could have solved many, many cases that I worked for the town guard. In any case, tell Cork, I'll... I'll See him when he gets he, back. He pulls out a pad and he's like, are you certain that I can't, like, take a note? Do you, like, would you like me to leave a message for Professor Quark? I just, just tell him that I visited. Uh, who are you? Bob Adopoulos. Bob Adopoulos. Oh, okay. Previously. Sorry, I'm very busy. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll let, I'll let Professor Quark know. Right. Well, um, well, thank you. And you're certain none of us can help you with your problem. We have many talented mages here. Right. I, yes, I'm sure you all do. What the? And right. I just am slightly offended, miffed, and turn around and march off. Dwarves. <laughs> he turns back to his notes and continues working. So, Strana. Boom, 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 boom. You've been, you, you've stomped away from the Mages College once again, rebuffed from your chance to go talk to them. Yes. And. Maybe Grim knows something about how to talk to the dead. He is a skeleton. Uh, yeah, I mean, where, what, what would After your next all. guess be? Would it be Grim? You oh, know yes, there's a Church uh, of the Dead. 
I'd rather keep it inside the party, especially somebody that might not totally understand death, but might have a spell. Okay. Ask him about the circle. <laughs> the circle. Grim is both. You're these... not there. <laughs> I, I was just saying. It's Mr. Funny. Grim is both the safe and dangerous bet. Yeah. On one hand, Mr. Grim's totally not going to question why you're interrogating a dead guy. On the other hand, he's not going to think twice about telling someone how much fun he had helping you interrogate a dead guy. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He's the uh, the double-edged sword of interrogating dead guys. Uh, it, really there's a quite simple explanation in that case. It's Mr. Grimm. <laughs> I need to know, this man attacked us. He seemed to be after Dylan. I need to know, maybe what he knows. <laughs> See, that's a good excuse. So, cut to the next scene. <laughs> It's you a, find a, Mr. Grimm. You find it's Mr. A Grimm. Temple-edged sword. I just want to establish that. Yeah. It's way more than two There's edges. So many you episodes. check in with the tavern. There's a point. Kendra says he went to the church. You find him at the church. In the midst of your conversation with Hornig, there's a knock, knock, knock on the church doors. On heaven's door. Oh. This is not heaven. It's. I mean, it's the stairway, I guess. Heaven is a place on earth. This isn't earth. <laughs> Fair. So we're we're talking. Knock, knock, knock. Yes. Are you going to get that? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's your establishment. I could care less either way. Uh, so he goes and he answers the door, and, uh, Bob. Hornig. Um, is you have me at a loss. I'm not actually familiar with you. Right. You're a deep home dwarf, correct? Yes. Ah, what, what can I help you with? It, a talking walking skeleton. Mr. Grimm, um, Mr. Grimm. Uh, yes. Is this, uh, uh, an associate of yours? Uh, you, you see a skeleton squint. <laughs> ah, yes. I see. I love prestigitation. Grimm. <laughs> Grimm. Uh, hello, Bob. I have a question for you. Go um, forward. Do I, do I need to be here for this? I don't think do so. Do you not need to, need to be here for this? I have things that I can do. It's your place here. Yes, it is. I, I know that. Do you know that? I do. I'm a gentleman, for God's sake. I'm a skeleton. So, Horning walked away. Yes, uh, uh, Yes, what do you need? Gentleman Grimm, I have a, a small issue. So, let's say some nefarious parties, that as far as I know, smuggling powerful objects from another plane, maybe one such as yours. Now you've piqued my interest, go on. Yes. I have... The deceased remnants of one. Unfortunately, this means uh, they don't speak. Where? In a safe place. Okay. Do you know... So do you know anything that would, say, allow them to put breath to the words and to answer honestly? So what you're asking hmm. is if I know how to question a dead man. Yes. The spell you're looking for speak to the dead. Says Hornick, who rolled a nat 20 on his listen check. <laughs> okay, dude. Of course he does! <laughs> yes! He, he's right. That is the spell you're looking for. I am not proficient in such spells. I don't care about what the dead have to say. Ah, but this one might know what happened to the thing, because what they were apparently going after was a decoy. And whether they were trying to enforce the idea of a decoy or not is the question. And then, in the end, who has the actual item? Well, <coughs> Bobinopolis. Mm. 
It sounds as though you should have done more of your questioning before the killing. Suffice to say, such a thing could not take place. Hmm. Well, as I said, I'm not proficient, but, Hornig, you'll be here to know what you're talking about. Oh, do I? Ah, yes. He is an expert in this death. I mean, I, too, am an expert, but in different ways. Of course. So, uh, you want me to cast a spell that my entire religion frowns upon? Suffice to say that if we do not, more people might go through across your threshold and not in a living manner. Roll persuade. I've learned to respect your ways. Betray your entire religion. <laughs> so maybe just Only provide a like a scroll. Can you do that? Aid. Roll persuasion. <laughs> uh, actually, I believe he just gets advantage on it if he aids. Roll yeah. again. What'd you get? So... 18. You, you do not have great charisma on my hand. No. He's a dwarven wizard. He doesn't need it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fair. Hornig yeah. replies with, it's frowned upon, but not unheard of. Well, this is something. Where's else. this body? I ask that very same question. Are we Where going is to need safe to... place? In my pocket. Be... What? <laughs> I I think I misunderstood. Was this a pixie? Is he... <laughs> yes. Is he a gnome? Like, is it? No, no. Is it? Oh no, Bef- Before before the pa- he shuffled off the mortal coil, he was quite a lively man. Or so I believe. Although, the smell of sulfur as I tap my nose might have surrounded him. Okay, great. Yeah, we can ask these questions like, oh, where's good. the fucking body? Oh, good. <laughs> I do believe you always see time. So, I... I, <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Alright, so I unfold my door and I go, so I safely kept him pickled, shall we say. I roll the cask out and I stand it up. You open the keg. I open the keg and I go, look, body. Um, that, is that a man in a bottle of, of, is that whiskey? Don't worry, it's not the best. You know what, you've already asked me to commit one sin. You are a sinner. This, that's the dwarven <laughs> sin. That's why. You're a sinner. This isn't the dwarven ale. P- penance. I demand that you go make dwarven penance tonight. Fair. Okay. That, okay. That's my requirement for helping. Uh, penance. Can do. Yes. Promise. Yes. Okay. Pull the body up. Put it on the slab. And all, there's an altar that's part of their whole thing. Like yeah. they have always, essentially, a sarcophagus-style altar. Um, it is not uncommon for them to have a dead it's body. An autopsy cable. Yeah, <laughs> legit. A stone autopsy table. It is table. not weird to have a body on that table during Sunday mass, or like. It's kind of their thing. It's, it's Let's be thing. honest. If it's they're always, death, it's a Wednesday. They're, they're the, you bring your bodies to them. There's always bodies going through bring the big crap. Constantly. People die. It's a big city. Yeah. All right. So he pulls it out and he casts Speak with Dead. Please bring up the rules to Speak with Dead. Right. I got it. We're going to cast the spell. And the corpse lets out a throaty, uh, gurgling sigh. And... Cornig turns to you both and he says, The spell will allow you to ask the corpse five questions. Uh, they need not be honest or truthful. He is not completely himself, but he will remember an answer as he would have. My requirement for casting the spell is I get to ask him one question. One question. All right. 
<clears throat> Who do you serve? I serve Siako. That's all he says? Alright, that's fine. Why were you pursuing the man driving the armored vehicle? He betrayed us. Where were you planning to go before you died? We were to go back home. What device were you pursuing that was in the armored vehicle? It was an explosive. A mighty... Flawed magic. Mad. It was. It was designed to blow up. So Hornig uh, steps forward and he says, "Those are your four questions." <clears throat> and he leans over the body and says, "In what way do you wish to be buried?" And the body says, "Burned." Yeah, and Bob feels bad. <clears throat> well, I mean, he was just pickled, so he'll burn nicely. Yeah, it's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. been soaking in it. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grimm uh, unsheaths the sword a bit and sparks it against the table. Okay. <laughs> oh, we're doing it here. All right. Well, and funeral pyre. Hor- Hornick's like, well, it, I mean, usually I do a little more controlled environment, but mm, hey, thank you. Guess he didn't want to ask any more questions in ten days. Nope. <laughs> I got quite a bit. He of got Hornick to help him. Was he going to be able to? Would be more of the question. Yeah. And repeated questionings of the dead. To a man who wants to bury the dead is usually a bad idea. Yeah, generally gonna get you on the bad end of it. You're welcome. You've been helpful. I decided to be helpful. Thank you. Did you get what you needed, Mr. Bob? It poses more questions and few answers. That's the way of most things. That is the way of all living creatures. Answers come much later. Sometimes not at all. But these, these we must have answers to. That's why we have religion. Yes, that too. There? Are you a religious man, Bob? Suffice to say... He gets that glint in his eye of a man who's about <laughs> to sell you pamphlets. <laughs> Suffice to say... Whether you want or not. I believe in a few things. Have I seen enough to believe everything? No. He holds out his hand, and he's like, Brace... <laughs> no. He's like, uh, so usually uh, you pay church people, especially, you know, Services when they rendered. provide aid. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's offering, yeah. It's a tithe. I pull out. Tithe. A, I pull no, out tithes out. are for people who go here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, here's the thing. 
<laughs> pocket full of dust and mitt moths and lint. No, it's like, hey, I could give you some cash or maybe yeah, something yeah, you could. a bit more representative of your religion. He's doing it again. He's going to make it another Yeah, statue. he's doing it again. <laughs> uh, what exactly you had in mind? Well, it seemed to me that some of the statues are getting old. Mm. And one card by a dwarf map, dwarf's hands, could be all the better. Mm. And how, how soon can I get these nice dwarven carved statues? Ten days. All right, I'll hold you that. All right, so... <gasps> Dylan, where'd we leave you off? I was doing paperwork in a room. Okay. I, and then I capped the cask, roll it back in, Close it all back down. Put it in my pocket. No, that's that's important. that's to bribe a guard later. <laughs> well, that and yes, the body's there. I still have bits of flesh floating around in the air. Oh god, oh god. And they said they weren't are going home. It next. was a it was a waterlogged body, so yeah. bits would be only a few days. But I'm not sure how long that takes. Uh, it it's was longer long. than a few days that it was because I was. Uh, it, it was quite. Long. It was like uh. No, we're we're at. Like a week, maybe, at this point. Well, we picked back up with him pretty quick. Oh, are you talking about how long the body's been in the water? Yeah. Uh, I mean, three days from uh, the accident, uh, the explosion, then a few days on top of that, and then... It's been a week. About a week, yeah. About About a week. week It was also run the fuck over, nibbled on by fish, Mm -hmm. scored in salt brine. That one wasn't ran over. That was the one put to sleep, then dragged to the ocean. Okay, not died. Underwater. He, no, he died being dragged. He was, yeah, that's what I keep saying. Yeah. <laughs> he was tied to, to a the bar. Okay, he got rolled no, hauled. Either way, oh, yeah. he's, he wasn't The way I understood it, he was always anything. tied to a bumper. Yeah. yeah. Which means he was drowned to death. Because that's better. <laughs> <laughs> in his sleep. Was he? <laughs> he had to be dragged across town to be put in that yeah, water. Yeah, did you cast it again? The same day? You were out of spells, my friend. <laughs> Hence the reason you left. <laughs> I'm surprised more people didn't notice you driving down the street with a screaming man type I kept sa- I kept asking, like, is no one talking about this? <laughs> well, like, real like, talk, I imagine with Bob, I believe exactly we made him roll some checks, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I believe it's like when you get a flat tire. You get the tire iron, you get out, you fix it. Also, Sharon is very good at, at taking advantage of the fact that I'm very engrossed in another character. And <laughs> I, I get the punishment. <laughs> Alright, so Dylan, you were doing research, doing a little bit of recap for me, and... I was going through all the paperwork and finding the contracts for Bruce related to the city guard, contracts for Bruce related to the deuce, the fact that there's no paperwork at all on any of the Thieves Guild members, Mm -hmm. except for Lydia's employment forms, now that she works here. Mm -hmm. I have lunch with her sometimes. Okay, let's pick up at a two-week mark. So, it's gearing up toward Bruce's court date, so to speak. He's going to be put before... Basically like when you first met him. He's going to show up in front of all of the nobles. And, yeah, that, how that works. Just we're, we're come full circle. You have prepped John I've given him, with all the information he would need to like maybe help him out. I've given him basically every piece of evidence and how to present it. I've coached John... I've taught John how to be a lawyer. John <laughs> walks up and he's like, alright. So, Dylan, you find what you need to help out Bruce? You're going to go represent him? No, you are. And I pull out a stack Excuse of about what? 50 papers. And ah. I was like, this is the first one you have to go through. Excuse me, what? Yeah, uh, here's a book. The, these are the rules uh-huh. and principles regarding noble law. I, uh, I This think... one's uh, uh, about physical assault. This is not... Uh, this one, you should... I've marked the chapters, by the way, in each one that you're really going to need. Oh, this one's etiquette. Um, Hand this to Bruce before the trial. Uh, Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, this is not my... Th- no, no. 
No. John. Uh, Dylan. John. Dylan. John. Dylan. Man, I like this game. No. No. It's been a while since I'm not going to stand up in front of the nobles and talk. John. Period. John. Let alone support Bruce and... No. John. You're the key in this. You are the man who has talked to Bruce about literally everything he's done for the city guard. You know about everything. Which means I'll just go down with him. No. You do it like this. You present everything in a legal fashion. Everything was done legally by the paperwork. If anyone says it was done illegally, they'll be sinking themselves. But he assaulted a noble in front of the castle doors. So, how old is the fucker? Because he always gives me random numbers. Not fair. Bruce? Yeah, everyone. (laughs) Bruce is 108. Play it like Bruce is a figure in this community. Bruce thought he saw someone that was a traitor. He thought he saw someone who had attacked him. Bruce, obviously in his old age, is seeing things. This is an amazingly well-thought-out stance, and you should do it. And he hands you the stack of paperwork. Uncanny Um, dodge. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Stack of paperwork flops in the spot where you were standing. (laughs) And here's a book Uh, on mental health. (laughs) John, I don't think you meant to do that. What's Ricky doing here? Thanks, Officer Wiki. Okay, and here's a book on mental health. Chapters 4, 5, 13, and 8 pertain to Bruce. In that order. Which one pertains to me right now? Two. Anger gonna, management I'll start issues. there. No? <laughs> okay, yeah, we'll start... Okay, no, we'll start with that one for you. That one pertains to you. Anger management? Yes, because I'm going to kill you. No, you should manage your anger, then. Yes. I will read the chapter after I beat you with it. Uh, John? Dylan? Do you really want to represent the city guard... With me. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Just small, slow curl, like, Cheshire Cat smile. (laughs) Bruce, you've been in your cell for a week. John, I need to visit Bruce. I think he's still at a point where you can visit him in the dungeons. Good. Because I need to tell him to shut up. And I don't think you want to do that job. I mean, have you ever known him to be that talkative? Yes! Weird. I get a lecture every 30 seconds, it feels like. Wow. Wow, you must really like you. I'm not... I'm not getting into that. (laughs) I... You you know, John... What are you you doing here? (laughs) Get out! Deal deal with the broom. Just push and get out. So, about a weekend, Bruce, you've been in a cell. Did you do anything when you were put in the cell? The first day. Other than write letters. Sorry, you did write letters first day. So second day. <laughs> Bruce has come up with a hobby. And that hobby is find loose stones, put them in a nice neat pile next to his bed. And if anyone tells him that he can't do that, he says, you're uh, welcome to come in here and get them if you like. <laughs> and he goes back about his business. They had a mage about day four. After one of the guys did try to come in there and get him, and he got hucked or dangled or whatever Bruce, I'm sure, did to him. He got thrown right the fuck back out. A court mage came in and turned mud to stone and flattened your entire cell overnight when you were sleeping. Rude. Yeah, very rude. It's, it's marble now. Just it's it's beautiful to yeah. be fair. Uh, never never have seen such a nice stone floor in a dungeon before. You know what else it is? Level, and that's great for his back. 
That's good too. <laughs> that's uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. When you're an old man, these things matter. Mm-hmm. Stop sleeping in his bunk. Started sleeping on the ground. Yeah, just straight <laughs> flat on the floor. And after that, you got visited by the deuce. Came down the next day after it was safe and there were no more stones. <laughs> Bruce. Oh, he has an intelligence above 10. Debatable. Finally have you where, you know, you belong. That, that's it? That's all I need. Um, in two weeks' time, well, a week and a half, we will try you. I will tell every one of the nobles who are itching for the same result that I am that uh, we're going to execute you publicly for assaulting a noble, and uh, you'll get what you deserve, and you'll no longer be a thorn in my side. And I swear to you that in the name of King Roland, I will pick up, break in half, and cram whatever the nearest wood, stone, metal, or living object is so far up your ass, I will work you like a child's puppet and confess your sins to your people and peers. Roll intimidate. <laughs> Does he mean to? I feel he just took a 20. <laughs> With advantage. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I believe he'd do it. Mm-hmm. Looks like my app crashed. I think it's only a 19. That's good enough. Yeah, he steps back from the thing. He, he kind of keeps his composure, but you can tell it rattled him. Well, you'll try. I will succeed. Then I will likely be executed. He walks away. P.S. Evil Eye. At Deuce? The Deuce. Okay. Okay. He takes disadvantage of everything he does for like an hour. Against you, specifically. That's the way that works. Out of some shadows toward the back comes a man that you've never really seen up close and you've only heard about vaguely from people's secondhand accounts. But you did throw rocks at him. And he's like, Ah, Bruce. It's finally good to meet you. I am Gavrillo. You've heard of me. I hope. I hope you did not throw stones at me for no reason. Number two. You threw stones at me for no reason? No, you're number two. On the day I die. I thought the deuce was number two. He's number one. You're number two. I'm number three. You know why I'm here. Obviously. So, we don't need to pretend. The deuce wants to see you dead. Uh, he paid me to make sure it happens. You're bad at your job. Hmm. I have not tried yet. I'm sure someone could open that pretty little door for you. I hope you do well in your- Guards! This, uh, man would like to kill me. Promise I won't even leave when I'm done. No guards come. There's no sound back. There's no one here, Bruce. Or they just have no faith in your abilities. I do have faith in yours. I actually hope you get out. I do not want you executed. I want you free. It's not fun if you can't fight back. Little question. How close is he to the front of the cage? Very. So Bruce was probably on his bunk. It's probably a decent sized cell. But that means it's more than five feet away even for Bruce. So action surge okay. to cover distance and move for grapple. Okay. Athletics. I'm proficient. 
I had oh, eight. Oh, fuck. <laughs> 23. <laughs> your, uh, your hands close around what should be him. Uh, but he seems to be wearing a cloak of displacement. And he's about ten feet back. God damn it, Bob. <laughs> Next most... Truly hope that you get out. The most important question. Mm-hmm. How smart was that mage? Which mage? Are there any stones in arm's reach of myself? <laughs> uh, I mean, what's the raise? <laughs> I guess somebody's <laughs> look up transmute stone. Uh, they did a, at least within arm's reach of yourself. They probably they the probably... deuce was coming in. The deuce came in and go. No, you do it again. <laughs> no, yes, you like all the two here. cells around him yeah, too. Everything here. <laughs> did you see what he did to the bars in the bank? Harden the bar. Everything. Everything better. This is it was like a whole day of just you know. I think way. you've had enough time to know this. This cell was made for you. It like they knew what they were dealing with. Like they didn't. When they realized that you were prying the stones loose, they fixed that. But other than that, this cell was already prepped for you to be in it. Too bad. So Dylan, you um, you wanted to get visitation rights. Do you want to bring anybody with you? They're all doing their own thing. I haven't seen them. So. It's time. Goes by we, any amount of time. You can find them. You're a fucking watchman. Taking Bob anywhere is always a risk. If they haven't come by the guards in a long time, if I haven't seen them, I wouldn't go search them out. I just wouldn't. I'm going to the jail. Okay. It's a castle dungeon. So you gotta, you're, you'll have to petition at the front door. Yeah, sorry, Bob. I can't bring you when you're a dick to me pretty consistently. <laughs> Matters not to me anyway. Yeah, so. and Mr. Yeah, Grimm Mr. Grimm care. doesn't care. Yeah, Roy but, might. You might yeah, bring Roy. I would have, but, but Ryan is not here. Yeah, Ryan not here. He's in the spouse too. We miss you, Ryan. He's the other son. So, would be the only reason. Okay, so, you don't have a lot of trouble. You have a signet ring nowadays. Yep. So, Dylan nowadays is wearing guard breastplate, but it's finely made guard breastplate. That seems almost... That's a contradiction. <laughs> it looks like the same design. But it's much mm. nicer material. Mm-hmm. Uh, wears fine clothes normally instead of peasant clothes like or rags most of the time he used to wear. He's been working as a guard the entire time. He's got a couple new cuts on him since he doesn't have access to magic healing all the time anymore. More scars. Couple on his face. Cleaner cut hair every day. He always gets a trim very regularly. Prim, proper, noble, signet ring on 90% of the time unless he's on shift. The perfect image of the dutiful noble son. That's a guard. That happens to be a guard with a weird blue collar job. The basicest bitch. Oh, and my Vesperin uh, rosary is on me. Okay. Oh, and so, I have the cloak. The fire resistance cloak that oh, yeah, the new, yeah, made the from yeah, yeah. Trunching at my hip and my shield on my back. Yeah, it's the day before your trial. Dylan is in front of your cell now. Hey, old man. He's dressed way nicer than you're used to him. You look like a shitty noble. Congratulations. I understand that typically means you've moved up. I show the signet ring. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bruce just stares at you. Uh, uh, you got married? (laughs) (laughs) Bruce? You're a noble? Bruce, I've seen your stats. I mean, good job. I, no, I pull out my character sheet, Bruce. I know your stats higher than mine. <laughs> Bruce pulls out. No, it's the troll stat. Look at the troll oh, stat. Oh, that's yeah. oh, dad advantage. Dad advantage. Dad advantage. Yeah. Yo, proficiency in debt. Okay. Oh yeah. So we put yeah. our sheets back. It's <laughs> very important. I'm here to tell you that John will be representing you at your trial. Why the fuck would you do that to poor John? 
It was me or him. I chose what? him. Sorry. Why would you do that to poor John? You deserve that. Come on. Oh, God. That's the best option. Yeah. Can't we just have Bobcast sleep on everyone? I checked the range. You want to get everyone. Shit. <laughs> Speaking of Bob. I go to John. Yeah. I say, John, you know, surely Bruce broke something. We need to investigate that, don't we? And I need to go talk to him. Okay. I, I He's not in birds. my prison. Oh, two birds, one stone. A little little writing. I, I mean, I'll give you a note, but they don't fucking care about us, Bob. I can work on a note. Bob, how, are you, how good are you at law? Like, could you stand up in front of a bunch of nobles and, and lawyer? Like, Apparently I'm fairly decent. I'm no, fuck you. Lawyer. What no, stats no. do you have that would make you a good lawyer? His charisma's a one. A <laughs> plus one, so... Deception. Back. I have per- beautiful deception. <laughs> I don't know where you pulled that dice from or what it means, Bob, but it didn't help the situation right now. I really need somebody to history? be a lawyer. <laughs> I have history. I have deception. Actually, my no, history is really hi- no, good. No, history and law. <laughs> I mean, in this history. game, history is history. could be law. Like, you could make a case for that. Yeah. Investigation, intimidation, insight, history, deception. I'm plus six is on that. I just want to go on record. I'm a charisma-based caster. No, I don't know if that'll come in handy. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you can charm him. So, ironically, Bob, his skills are good. His stats are crap. <laughs> uh, actually, the only one that I'm okay. crap at is the deception. Stop. I can know the law very well. I can know the law very well. Which is half really? of being a lawyer. Although... Actually, if it's not 10% of being a lawyer. 90% of it is your fucking charisma. Yeah. Uh, That's why I said we're a very charismatic yeah. gentleman skeleton who says he's a noble at all times, places. He would have to prove it in a court. Yeah. <laughs> Still not that much big of a problem. You'd also have to trust Mr. Grimm to understand, care, and go through with that. And speak like a person. <laughs> nah. No. That's not necessary. These are nobles after. These aren't people, these are nobles. But, and I'm also diplomatic envoy for the dwarves. Wait, I just want to point out something. The diplomatic envoy of dwarves wants to represent a Goliath in a human court. Mm-hmm. Best of luck if you succeed at this moment. I just want to go talk to the guy. He was recently talking to the king. I go put on my fancy clothes. So John is yelling at you, he's like, no, no, it's for real, man, I am looking for alternatives. And John pulls out his character sheet and he's like, you see these stats? It says here, fear of nobles. <laughs> what did that say about flowers? It says that I used to be a horticulturist. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry, I gotta then I had to get a real job. Sorry, John, I gotta go back to my scene in the castle. <laughs> Nobody bought flowers. Aww. Not when you can pick them. But don't you know about this one historic thing that happened in, at this one time? Yeah, that's great. You want to do it? I, and he hands you a stack of paper. That's the first stack. I'll give you the research. Look, man, I can't get you in to see Bruce. They won't let any of us in to see Bruce. Okay? Like, I tried already. We, uh... Right. He, we are, for this case, known associates and helpers in his crimes at this point. Right. I'll have to use my other options. Don't worry about it. No. So I go back, put on my fancy clothes, get out my medallion that says, I'm one of the dwarf invoice. Go up to the castle and says, My king is interested in the large Goliath, I believe you people call it. You are carrying, I've stated, a emblem from your king. Yeah. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. 
I have the emblem that says. Yeah, he has that amulet presented. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that gets you in. You're in. Your conversation with uh, Bruce. So yeah, I think if you use the third level spell slot, you might get a decent number. All right, here's what you need to do. <laughs> I, I got arrested. <laughs> what we need to do is we need to file that they are impeding the investigation in a series of illegal murders. Which murders, Bruce? Canton. Known criminal, they won't buy it. Is he a known criminal? Okay. And more importantly, do the people care? Because that's Canton. It's not you, it's not me. It's Canton. So Bop walks in. Dylan. Hey. Bop. How'd you get in here? Bruce. Been a while. I've seen you around town. So Bop, like I was telling Dylan, uh, there's no way to get me out, but you might be able to change my detention. You file it as uh, the... Impediment of an investigation of an illegal assassination. Bruce, there are ways to get you out, you idiot. Why are you just... What do you mean? (laughs) If you just play nice and let the evidence do the talking, we can at least get plausible deniability. John's bringing a bunch of the people that know you, the commoners, they're going to be at the court this time. I'm just saying, you pick that lock and give me ten minutes, it won't matter. Bruce, I pick that lock and give you ten minutes, you'll be dead in the ground. I produce this magical and so will paper two others. and I no. start writing on it. And I show it to Bruce and I say, even if you die, there's ways around death. That's what it says on the sheet. Wow. <laughs> Don't like your plan. Bruce. It's Bruce plan says, Z. Bruce points about Don't like it. Solid plan Z. <laughs> you bumped that at least in a numerical. Zombie Bruce is a great plan what, what's your What's your plan, Dylan? You're going to have a whole bunch of people that don't know me and or are afraid of me. Who do you think doesn't know you? Like, give me a legitimate person. Because everyone in this How town... How old am I? That's 108, Dylan. Uh, 108. <laughs> I know my history. Liter- you're literally the only Goliath in town. Everyone knows you. Most of Shantytown knows you and likes you. Like, you have chosen either be in prison or be a martyr. Let me, uh, I'll make you a wager. I don't gamble anymore, Bruce. It's not your gamble. Yeah, it is. It's mine. Go, uh, go talk to your noble friends. See what they think about me getting out. Come back in a couple of days. Tell me what you think my chances are then. Bring a lockpick. Bruce, you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. now... Here's a, here's a question, Jay. Are these like steel bars? Yes. Where are they? They they're steel bars. So I just hold on to one of the steel bars. It doesn't do anything. It seems to be magically treated. Damn it! So I ran my piece of paper. What I think I'll say is, if they do find you guilty, the dwarves need your body. We have to remove a important art magical artifact from you. I uh, I think, I think somebody. I think there's some dirt jamming the lock on my cell. Doesn't look like it's going to unlock. I pointed to the sign and said, It's all enchanted. Looks like something's blocking the mechanical components of the mechanism. Yes. I was just saying that we need your body after they probably convict you. If I don't need it, whatever. Alright. Good. If it's been a while for our listeners, the dwarf is following the transmuting school I can do interesting things with basic materials which we kind of flub sometimes but by and large one of the main restrictions is I can't do magic crap 
earlier I was trying to hold onto the bars and change them, and that didn't work. Yeah. Basically, I was going to haul them out. Kill them and ask. Mm, that's a good one. Douche move. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one. But instead, you're going to, to just be an ass. Douche move number two. Douche move number two. I stick my hand in my pocket as I'm talking to Bruce, and the coins, some of the coins in my pocket, turn into just sand and mud, and I just press the digitation into the lock. Real quick, because I'm a dick. Uh, do you have anything that isn't gold on you? Hmm. Because that that ability specifically gold. says you can't affect gold. No. I have gold on me. But I'm not do you have not gold? It. Yeah. Silver or <laughs> copper. you got silver or copper. you have to use silver or copper. Secondary question. Yeah. Did they take Bruce's boots? Yes. Of course. Everybody, everybody knows. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a boot knife and the toe knife. And the toe knife, yes. Did somebody lose... Uh, some fingers and have a broken arm up to the elbow. Sorry, shoulder. Yes. But yes, they got your boots. <laughs> Alright, so you take some silver or copper yeah. and kind of just cram that into the hall. It turns back in silver or copper. Yeah. You've now made just a douche of a time for when they do want to make him leave. Yes. A douche of a time. Fun fact. <sighs> the bars in the penitentiary Alcatraz had problems with people sawing out of them. Their solution was to have hollow bars with a series of rods on the inside. So you saw through the exterior and then your saw can no longer cut. It just rotates the bars around inside. Mm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Smart. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Smart. Thanks for the fun fact today, mm-hmm. Mitch. There you go. So I go, very good. Alright. On my walk back out, I go, yes, no, the dwarf should have his body afterwards. That was picked up in the dwarven caverns. I just muttered this on my, <laughs> on my way out. The last thing Bob hears is Gag on my wrinkled dick, dirt pounder! <laughs> Echoing out of the bottom of the dungeon. Ah, uh, the good old fish finger. <laughs> Alright. And I roll 17 total. To what? I just, as I go out, I'm watching guard schedules and observations. Things. Okay. I'm yeah, just you, you get an idea right for it. There. They're way more regimented than the City Watch. At yes, this point, they, they must feel very confident because there wasn't anybody watching your interaction. Yes. And you find that strange because they're very on top of everything else. Yes. Your only suspicion for why that might be is that whatever happens to Bruce, they don't want the guards to know about. So he doesn't have mm-hmm. any guards. Yeah. That's why he's in a very nice cell. <laughs> Dylan, do you go talk to your dad at all? Yeah, sure. Okay. You also get a summons, Bob. Okay. Because word's gotten out to from both of you, just to ensure that you go talk to these people. People, news got b- around quickly. Your patrons, so to speak, yes, just heard that you went and visited Bruce. Yes. And you're very shortly standing before your thane, and you're standing before your father. You're having a similar conversation. <laughs> you're standing before your thane. Yes. Bop, and you're standing before your father, and you're getting a similar reprimand. Thane looks at Bob. It's like, I hear you went and visited Bruce. Yes, my thing. I know that he is a friend of yours, but you shouldn't associate with him. Yes, my thing. I was simply making sure that in his last testament to things, we could get his body for, and I poke at my eye, that little issue. It's good, but is that the only reason? And he looks at you intently. No, that is only one possible contingency of 
Yeah, do you, do you try to hide the fact that, like, it's not just about that with Bruce? Cause it's, I, no, this, it's, yeah. it's not just about that. That's one of the main... Yeah, it's a, it's a good cover. But, like, even the Thane knows you've been working with Bruce for... A while. A while, yeah. Not closely, but still, you're always seen with him. Yeah. And Willen looks at you and he's like, Why are you visiting the monster in the cage? As a precaution, father. And what is that? John Finrone is preparing quite the case. His evidence is pretty decent. And there will be many people there. You will roll a deception. I haven't lied yet. <laughs> eh, it, it's still a deception. Well, good thing I got expertise in that. Yeah. <laughs> You're covering your motive, not your words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 21. Okay. And the fact that you've been spending the last several weeks with this person has nothing to do with it. You went to dinner with him. I know that you are friends with this Bruce. Father, he showed me who he truly was in the ruins. So you know he's a monster. I know how he treats animals. Yes. Then why did you visit him? As a precaution, like I said. What kind of preca- What possible reason could my son be seen speaking with that animal? Because I'd rather have an animal on a leash than an animal running wild. He's a murderer. Yes. But he could be ours. No, he's going to be killed. We will make sure of it. Father? He killed a friend of mine 25 years ago. Father? He beat him to death in his own house with his dog. Do you understand? I cannot speak for the past, only what I know. I'm not bringing any bias into this at all. I am. But what I'm saying is, if he somehow escapes the noose again, I'd rather have it wrapped around his throat still. He won't escape the noose this time. He assaulted the deuce and a friend of the deuce in front of the castle. There's nothing he can do. The City Watch can't protect him anymore. They will disavow him because we still pay their fucking pensions. We pay your pension. Do you understand? At any moment, the deuce could decide not to pay the watch, scrap them completely. He's under contract with the deuce. What do you mean? As in, I went through the paperwork, and they have directly, Bruce is employed by the deuce. So. Do you have a copy of this contract? Not on me. I could uh, estimate and guess about what the verbiage was. No, I need this. You get me this. I believe, uh, based on what the wording said, I believe... Get me the contract. I believe Robert has a copy. He would keep it for his own paperwork. How do you know this? Because it was in the contract when I read over that he would have... How did you read a contract owned by the deuce, Dylan? Because John has a copy. Then get it. I what can't. part of this aren't you understanding? I can't. Why not? Because I don't have any of the evidence. John's keeping it close to him. Once again, you should roll deception. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 24. Mm. Deception. I'm a good liar. What was it? 24. Would you like to verify this roll? Suck a dick. Suck a dick. (laughs) The verdict was... Dad Vantage. I'll try and find you... Dad Vantage is a bitch. I'll try and find you a copy, father. You will get me the copy. John will not have this. I need it. We want it. 
you understand? That's an order. I will do my best, Father, but I make no promises. Do you like your money in your house and my protection? Yes, Father, but I cannot promise success if I do not guarantee it. You promise me success. You're good at figuring out everything else for Bruce. You can figure something out for me. Yes, Father. And then back to... Yeah, Bob, who and the Thanes, basically, he's laying out that uh, you can't associate with the Bruce. We're trying to establish, you know, inroads with these humans, and the Deuce is currently their leader. He wants this Goliath dead. Why are you defending a giant anyway? I was never defending a giant. I simply want his corpse. Does he need to roll deception? <laughs> no, I've never said I'd defend Bruce. It's not lying. At all. It, it's the same as him. Roll a deception. Yeah, it's a motive check. What is yeah. Bob's... I mean, real question. Is Bob just doing this for Bruce's corpse? Because it could be Bob's move. We never know. Bob. Bob's a douche. Uh, it's okay. He rolled a double Mitch. Oh, wow. man. He rolled an eight? Yeah. <laughs> Twelve total. Let's see if the Thane's any Thane's just as good as Dylan or as Willen. Uh, <laughs> dad advantage. Dad advantage, man. He's the dad of dwarves. Yes. So, so in other words, yes, you believe me not deceiving you. No, right. I, I believe that it's more than that. He, he he gets what you're saying. But he's going to lean in heavily. He's like I need you to let it go. Can do. And tomorrow is the court hearing. Arraignment? It's more than just that. It's like court is gathering again. Mm. Lots of things are going to be discussed, just like that last time. It's the first court that's been called since the Deuce has taken power. His brother is still very sick. Tomorrow will be an interesting day in human politics. Yes. And for whatever reason, everyone is more interested in what's going to happen to a large, gray-skinned thug. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining us on Torchlit Tavern. We hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we hope you will continue to enjoy many episodes in the future. Don't forget to like us and rate us on wherever you listen, and don't forget to share us with everybody you know so our podcast can grow. Also, don't forget to follow our show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your preferred podcasting service is. And... Furthermore, should you wish to follow our lovely players and their epic journeys, you can follow them at the following locations. Hey guys, it's Ryan, favorite Warlock Roy, and uh, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan. You can find your favorite DM, Jameson Oxford, on Twitter at Agent Beige. And you can find your Skeleman self, the gentle Mr. Grimm, at Big underscore J or The Bad Man Twitter. And you can find your good boy Dylan on Twitter at Argo Omega. Fuck your warlock. Red?